Welcome back or welcome front if it's the first time joining us. I am Joshua with Weird Gaming Adventure. As always, we got Adventure Game Geek on this Adventure Game Hotspot podcast. And today we've got Marcus. How the heck are you, gentlemen? Good. Well, you you kind of know for the past hour and a half how I am. <laughs> uh, we've been talking for the last hour and a half, and both of them thought that we were recording. <laughs> we've been waiting for somebody else to join this whole time, and it uh, turns out they can't make it. But uh, we're going to kind of revisit some of these. There's some, there's some good stuff. Uh, Marcus told me when the release date was for Colossal Cave, and uh, that's a joke. Well. <laughs> you know, I can I can feel Ken's wrath right now. <laughs> but we have Marcus Mera, as uh, many many know. I'm sure that if you've been following adventure games over the past year, you know that Ken and Roberta Williams are back. They have Cygnus Entertainment, and they're coming out with another game, a reimagination of Colossal Cave. But why am I talking about it? Why don't you talk about it, my friend? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm Marcus, and uh, I'm one of the first, well, I'm the first artist to uh, join the company, uh, which wasn't a company in the beginning. Um, it was just Ken and I. Um, and uh, now we are, like, I guess up to 34 people, 30 to 34 people. Um, and we have all hands on deck right now, polishing up the game, getting ready for GamesCon. Uh, in Germany and PAX West and uh, and Tokyo Game Show. Oh, so uh, we're we're going to be doing some some big things in the, in the coming months, and uh, the game is getting closer closer to uh, a launch, and it's looking unbelievably amazing. Um, I have to hand it to Team Cygnus and Ken and Roberta finding the best talents uh in the in the world like we have global we have a global team and uh that's the amazing thing about uh zoom and teams and technology today like we don't have an office but we feel like we're 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 an office team and uh and we're pumping out some amazing things um so so, so sorry so, so so what aspects of the game would you say are, are like the most amazing i'm gonna say that the obviously the vr is something special like it's 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 really it was gimmicky at first but you know what we're doing with it and what it is today with a lot of other games like you know i i think half-life they did a half-life version that's vr now that's like unbelievable mm -hmm. it's it's just stunning it's 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 like what we've been waiting for as gamers to actually be inside the world like you feel like you're inside that world you're fully immersed um that aspect is 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 wildly awesome the other aspects that i think are wildly amazing is is just seeing roberta's art come to life seeing her vision her storytelling and her spin on this game it is based on the original game but this is a reimagined version it has her own lore it has the Roberta Williams flavor. It has her humor. It has her, uh, you know, it just has her touches on it full on. Before, like, people were reporting that she was, you know, looking over the shoulder, not really fully, you know, in the game development. And that was kind of true. Uh, 
you know, there was times she would tell me, ah, Marcus, I've been there, done that. I'm not really interested in, in game design that much anymore. You know, I'd rather do other stuff. But I knew. Oh, are you sharing screen? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sharing, like, I'm, I'm sharing the, the trailer right. as you speak. <clears throat> Go ahead. Oh, you want me to talk? Yeah, keep going. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I knew that little by little as, as we work together with Ken and I would ask questions to Roberta and I would, uh, you know, basically get her opinions on things that I could sense that I was kind of helping her come out of a, a shell that she's been in and, uh, and, and basically come back full on to game design. And I feel like she really, she really has like once, once she, she was full on and she kind of warned me through Ken saying, you know, you may not be happy with Roberta coming on. And I'm like, no, no, I really want to work with her. I don't care. I don't care if she tortures me. I've, I've been definitely tortured. <laughs> I've definitely been tortured. But I really, really am loving the process and watching their craft. And they are masters of it. They are literally masters of the craft. And we talked about it earlier where we said that you know, a lot has changed since the last time she's made a game. And that's true. The technology's changed. The engines have changed. All that's changed is true. But the basic core thing of storytelling and, and, and the basic art of game design is the same since they started in 1979 or 1980. Since that beginning, there's a lot of elements of it that's not changed. And uh, uh, I feel like that once she got back on the bicycle and started pedaling, she felt right at home. And now we're having four or five hour marathon design meetings. She's so much telling the story and explaining and giving design ideas and just like how she thinks about things. And, you know, we talk it out and the team talks it out and there's, you know, you know, as you know, I'm as a, mar as a martial artist, I think jujitsu is not just a physical thing. It's a mental thing as well. So there's a lot of mental jujitsu going on in terms of art design and, it's amazing to, to be able to experience that with her and to see it in action, something that hasn't happened since 1997, 98, maybe even a little before that, because, you know, the last King's Quest wasn't really, you know, her true vision. Right. So we're on the topic of, of Roberta. I definitely want to figure out and have you explain to that how the incarnation of Cygnus came, how you got on the team, how you brought, brought Ken I don't want to know if, say, if you completely brought him out. But let's talk no, about Roberta. No, I, I say that jokingly. It's like, you know, right. I like to say when people ask me, like, what's your title and, on the, in the company? I go, I like to be called the guy that pulled Ken and Roberta Williams out of retirement, you know, but it would probably would have happened without. What know, do you it, think was the biggest hurdle for Roberta going from looking over your shoulder, giving you a little bit of, uh, of information, suggestions to gung ho? I'm going to say, I'm going to say that that's, that was a long process. Mm. You know, it's been a long time and it was, there's not one thing that made it happen. It was a culmination of things that snowballed into, into it happening. Mm -hmm. It happened because it's destiny. It happened because it's natural. It happened because she really wanted it to happen. She just needed somebody like me to uh, help Ken start the process, get the ball rolling, keep it moving. And I knew that's what I had to do. 
I was like, they could call anybody right now and have mm -hmm. me replaced immediately with somebody that a million times better skills than I have. But I got to do what I got to do to make sure that this game is happening. And that's what I did. And by doing that, it helped propel the company. You know, I'm a businessman too. So there's a lot of things that I do that are not just artistic. There is biz dev stuff that I'm going to be pretty famous for that I pulled off. And, uh, you know, you're going to see it, you, you know, one of the things, for instance, was the name of the company. Mm -hmm. You know, we knew that we're going to need a company eventually. It just, you know, are we going to do this? First of all, he's like, first of all, Marcus, don't tell anybody we're working. I may pull the rug on this. So I had to do whatever I could to, you know, not. So that's what I did. I kept working. And, but I knew eventually we're going to, you know, there's got to be a company. He knew there was going to be a company. So then it came down, like, what's the company name going to be? So I go, well, you know, you guys are always on your yacht. You're famous for your yacht life right now. You're famous for being boaters right now. So maybe something nautical. So I actually made a list. I got that list in that binder of all the different names that I thought of. And like, even like, I even wrote Spinnacle, even though that, that existed and Anchor, that probably exists somewhere. And then I one day I go, I go, Ken, what's the name of your boat? He goes, Cygnus. I go, ah, that's not a bad name. Threw that on there, Cygnus. And I sent them the list. I said, this is a bunch of ideas that are nautical. And uh, one day he comes back to me, he goes, uh, Roberta decided to call it Cygnus Entertainment. And I go, great, makes sense. You know, it just completely makes sense. That's the first and seed of bringing her in. Talking about her boat, bringing her in like that. I would say the first seed was the dwarf. Honestly, the dwarf was the first seed. That was the first thing that God heard really start telling me what to do. All right. Tell us what that is. For instance, it was like the description of the character, how she wanted it, how she wanted to act. Uh -huh. And, uh, but at the time you got to understand Ken is pushing me to do the environment and build out the cave. So it's hard for me, like, especially as a big, like, honestly, I'm, I was a beginner three, mm -hmm. you know, beginner game designer, beginner, modeler for games i'm not a beginner modeler like i like i said i've been doing it since 2003 so as an artist as a sculptor as a 3d modeler itself i'm i'm very well experienced i'll make beautiful models but to make game efficient models that's a different story and uh, uh going in and designing it like i remember we threw in the dwarf and it didn't change to what she asked and i remember ken showing it to her and she, i could hear her go why does the dwarf look the same? Why is the dwarf not changed? And then I knew, I said, Ken, there's no way that we show her anything unless we change it exactly the way she asks. So basically, we, we only show it to her if it looks the way that she asked. If it looks the way she asked, then we show it to her. But the thing is, he keeps pushing me to do the, the, the rest of the whole game to get the, the, the prototype done. And that's why I just kept on doing that. So Dwarf kind of got backpedaled, you know, put on hold. You can't be character modeler, environmental modeler, asset builder, you know, and do all those things at one time as one person. Well, you had to be at first. And I did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was like, buy assets from the store. And that's when I would go on the store and I'd look and I'd get some mm -hmm. stuff and throw it in just as placeholders, you know, and I, I said, I'm going to go back and change these things. And there was some like technical problems where my software, when I export as an OBJ file, 
the model will go from 100% to like 1000%. So the colossal cave was actually quite colossal. <laughs> you know? So one what, what of the programmers like, why is it so big, the model? And I go, well, I put the colossal into the cave. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, there, there were some technical mistakes I was making. Um, and we, we pulled in Emily and Amber and, and these different artists, James, and uh, then the, they had each, one was a professor that teaches at Wake University. So wow. she knows her stuff. Wow. Another was, uh, had 12 years experience in game development. And, and James has been doing it since he's 12. And now he's, you know, an old man too. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a master of his craft. So they're, they're all really good at what they do. And I'm really good at what I do. And by having really good people all together, this thing is becoming a, a, a special project. Um, okay, so like, is, is this a project that you ever kind of thought that, that you would do? I mean, like, did you have kind of like ambitions like this? No, or never. Did, or it just kind of happened that way? It just, yeah. it just like jewelry, uh, just like, just like my, my life in jewelry, just my life in martial arts and UFC, just like my life in, in general. I, you know, my, my high school football coach prior to, you know, prior season was Charlie Weiss, who was four-time Super Bowl winner. Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame, Giants, Patriots, offensive coordinator. So that sign of X, that start of excellence, that's, that, that, that success started pretty early uh, in my life. And it just kind of carried on. Like I always wanted to do awesome things and I never had the fear of, of, people and so like when i met ken i wasn't scared of him and i also was kind of oblivious to a lot of the 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 stuff around it, uh adventure games and what's been going on so like when i when i when i asked when i go hey ken wouldn't it be great if you made a comeback like steve jobs did at apple you know the uh the answer was a smile that he was working on something and i'm like hey i want in let's do it uh, and it kind of just worked that way. And he's like, you know, he didn't know, you know, he found out I was an artist and, uh, sent me that message and I, and I became first artist on the team. So you said now you have 34 employees, 30 to 34 full-time people blasting away. I, some are, some are not full-time, but full, you know, a lot of people working on this game. We started off with just Ken and I, and then Ken and I and Roberta, and then Sydney, and then uh, Emily, and then Amber, and then Tobias, and then uh, Dustin, and then Corey, and then, you know, James, and just, you know, J Jason Cryer, and... Oh, right. He, he's doing the narration, right? He's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> he's fantastic. So having ken having roberta williams the name that's that's absolutely huge and as we know as we've recently learned you have changed the name to colossal cave reimagined by roberta williams did i, did I get that right you certainly did and that was not an easy process <laughs> not gonna lie that Smart. was a it was a, uh, it was definitely, uh, you know, a back and forth and, and, and I really, really think her name needs to be, mm -hmm. you know, on this game and uh, it is now. So 
Hallelujah. So, I mean, with their name comes a, a lot of clout and it comes a lot of expectations. Have you felt that yourself? Or do you think that they're feeling that? The I stress? think we're all feeling it. Mm -hmm. I think we're all feeling it. Um, every meeting, and I'm talking big meetings, you know, like big executive meetings with some mm -hmm. top level companies. I'll sit down there and the guy will be like, or the girl will be like, um, Ken, Roberta, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here right now at this job doing what I'm doing. Thank you wow. so much. I can't even count. It's just so many times that I go into these meetings and these the start of the meeting, this is how it starts. That thank you so much. You've made my childhood, you know, your games inspired me to get into the industry. Wow. That's cool. So, 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 so yeah. So the, and the pressure, right? So I remember uh, when I was the only artist that there was no way that Roberta <laughs> Williams is going to put her name on this game. And I'm the only artist working on this, you know, especially not having the experience like other people have in, in the mm -hmm. industry. I just knew that that was not going to happen. I just knew that we're going to pull more people in and, and better and more technical people will come in. And it's definitely, that's, that's what's happened. Go ahead, Geek. Uh, let me see. Um, I think we covered a lot, a lot of my questions already. Um, well, let me cut in then. I'll, I'll, I'll dance with you. So we have this game. It's coming out. It's locked in for 2022. We know that for certain. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, never say never, never say always, but yes. Okay. So say this game goes well. All right. Yes. Okay. So, yes. All right, we're all saying that the games go, we, we know it will, we know it'll be well received. No, my answer is yes. They will do another game. I, I bet you that if this game does well, we will see more games from sickness entertainment. So not only are you a master jeweler, uh, a martial artist, a designer, uh, works with Ken and, and Roberta Williams, but you're also a prognosticator. You knew exactly what I was going to ask you. <laughs> okay, so so is this going to be Sierra 2.0? Yes. 100%. That, you're a salesman. No, sure. it's not a salesman. I'm a, I'm a futurist. So this is the very first design document that I made. Um, and I put Project Phoenix, the rebirth of Sierra, was always the mission. So is that uh, is that symbolically the phoenix? Is that what you're uh, you're yes. referencing there? Rising. You know, we, we never call it colossal cave. We always call the project phoenix. Whenever we talk to outside people or even internally, we call the project phoenix because well, it was yeah, the I, secret. You remember, it was the secret for a while what the game was. Nobody yeah, knew and, except and, for me. And, and also, the Cigna the Cygnus logo looks like a phoenix, kind of rising. Is yeah, that, that was, that's just, again, that's just like destiny, right? Like, that's just all just destiny, really. It's just <laughs> destiny. It's just the way I even met them, right? Like, you know, I told you the story how I met them, how I, I just coincidentally was at the same festival. You know, I'm asking the question, can I present the Sierra Online history of King's Quest and Ventures of Serenity? And the president of the, comp of the, uh, of the festival is like, oh, that's a great idea, Marcus. Oh, by the way, Ken Williams will be here, you know. 
we'll have you lead in. <laughs> so like, you know, it's like, that was destiny, you know? And then I'm, I, I, I finally talked to Ken Williams and I'm like, look, I don't really know much about, uh, and not that I don't know, but I, I'm not an expert level knowledge of these games. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, can you tell me a little bit about it? He goes, well, I just wrote a book. Let me send you a copy. Destiny. Did you not know? Did you not know that he had a book at the time? No, I did not know. Oh, wow. So you really went in blind. hundred percent. That totally helped you. No doubt. Because there's, oh, yeah. so, there's so many people that came before you undoubtedly trying to use all of their clout on this guy in this industry, yada, yada, yada. You, you need to come back and let's work together. And to, to Ken, well, he's up here you know and so you come from a completely different perspective with maybe a younger you know jive to you a little uh, like a sense to things and it again that's the way it needed to happen whatever it was like i said maybe ignorance was bliss like maybe the things i didn't know helped me but the things i did know helped me right so one of the things i know is the password ken sent me we and were just I joking th- about that <laughs> <laughs> Like I played Lisa Sue Larry in the eighties. Right. So yeah. like, now we were going over some of my favorite games and, you know, definitely Lisa Sue Larry. And I got, I actually got an email from Al Lowe today and I'm like, wow, you're a cool guy. I like you. <laughs> like, I'm really happy to hear from you. So, uh, uh, you know, that password got me into executive offices. Right. So, you know, if Marcus Mera calls the head of whatever company, they really don't care. But as soon as I say, hey, I'm Marcus and Ken sent me, then the door's open. I'm the liaison for Ken Williams. You know, and then here I am, you know, here I am sitting in executive offices with top level people and and I'm smart enough to ask the questions. How do we do this? Where do we go from here? Because I'm a businessman. I'm not just an artist. I I have a very high level sense of business and, and, and running an organization and, you know, um, before Ken Williams, I, I was always the boss, mm-hmm. but now Ken's the boss because he's always been the boss. So, you know, for me, like I know how to run a company and I know how to, uh, do things, uh, and, and make, and I'll ask these tough questions or these good questions to get our company, the right relationships, the right partnerships, the right opportunities, you know, a lot of my questions got us into GDC with Unity. Like a lot of the things that I did got us there to, to have the booth with the, with the GDC demo. Granted, it was Ken sent me password that got us there, but I was the one that asked these kind of things to make it happen. You put the feet to the pavement, so to speak. Yeah, like, you know, they are been retired for a long time. And I, you know, part of them loves being retired. Who doesn't love just traveling on a boat and like having a good life, right? This is real work. Like now they're working full time and they're kind of like, <laughs> we kind of want to go back to the boat a little bit. You know? like, <laughs> so we're going to hire all these people and now we're going to go back to the boat. So like they're literally on their boat right now with Starlink working uh, and, uh, you know, enjoying that, that yacht life. All right. So let's talk about Marcus Mara as a person. We're going to talk about you your thoughts, your fandom of adventure games. Some of this you may, you may not know. I mean, if you don't know, just say, I didn't play the game. Oh, uh, we're, there's going to be plenty of those. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Well, we'll just make it easy right up front. What is your favorite Sierra game? I'm going to have to say the Space Quest series. Which one? If I had to choose one, I'm probably going to say Space Quest 4. And must be a secret code. Perhaps it means self-destruct or maybe change return. Okay. That's a great answer. Yeah, great I love answer. Space Quest 4. I, besides that part where, where you had the you know, you had to fly around and it was kind of mm-hmm. uh, sketchy over there. Um, sketchy. <laughs> and, you know, depending on your process. I had a 386, so it was slow. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, wor- it worked for me fine. Um, but hey, now, a 386 now, but as a kid, right? was... So as a kid, but I get, if I reflect on it now, right? I really wa- I watched Game Grumps, Danny from Game Grumps. Mm-hmm. And they played Space Quest Five, <laughs> and they were they were so funny. They're so when funny, read, dude. <laughs> when they read the lines, they were so funny that they made me love Space Quest Five more. You know, like that. I, I you know, I might change my answer. Space Quest Five, but Danny from Game Grumps has to play it because he's just so funny. That guy's hilarious. Oh man, what's yours, Geek? Oh, my favorite Sierra game. Yeah. Oh, uh, King's Quest One, yeah, and that's that, that's also my favorite game of all time. King's uh, Quest Roberto One, Roberto will love that, no doubt, no yeah, doubt. I, I think it's going to be that like for the rest of my life. Like it's just, that's not going to change. Yeah, I, I was me. more of a, I was more of an Ultima guy back then. I, I I played the King's Quest, I liked it, but I I was more of a Dungeons and Dragons Ultima guy, not so much a fairy tale. Like, like her stuff is, is much more based on fairy tale lore. And Lord British was more like, you know, he was a little nuts. So he was more into demons and dragons and stuff like that. And I, I guess I leaned more towards that as a kid, mm-hmm. um, you know, o- overall. So you started out your, your young years of playing PC games as no, Commodore 64. Oh, that's to me. I think of all of those as we'll just call them computer games. All okay, right. fine, fine. C- computer games. Fair enough. PC, com- right. you know, personal computer. Got it. My first computer was a 386. So I never had anything. A 386 uh, SX 25 megahertz. <laughs> I never had anything before that. So I'm talking without a frame of reference to before. So what was the game that you played though that you started saying, okay, I'm an adventure game fan now. Uh, 100% would be this game right here. Maniac Mansion, Ron Gilbert. I played it on a Commodore 64. This is an IBM version, but I I had the uh, original Commodore 64 version. I have the disc still. And nice. I, I play that. that. This game sort of scared me in a way because it was a little dark with its, you know, scary mansion and like, you know, being locked up in the in the prison in the basement and the weird scientist trying to kill your girlfriend it's weird weird scary that's what kind of makes yeah. it kind of like rocky horror picture show yeah it's not scary. horror scary it's right. just it's like a, it's like a nervous scary so that's what event like so sometimes roberta says i'm too dark you know like she thinks my 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 you know i'm just more too dark for her sometimes right and i'm like no no i i don't mean to be horror i'm not horror I'm, I'm, I'm kind of that maniac mansion scary where it's like, it's fun. It's like the scariness is the fun part. 
you know it's not it's not it's not horror scary okay and then uh, uh after that was uh zach mccracken yeah yeah right right, right. so uh, now we're just taking a stroll through his his uh, his, his bragging rights. I just, I just want to see the boxes again <laughs> for sure. I I have some cool stuff. I gotta say, I got very lucky. I mean, you know, I, I would never pay. I would never go on eBay and pay like what four or five hundred dollars for this. I, I just won't do it. All right, I got I'm, this. I'm gonna have you tell a, a quick a quick story here, but if you have not had an opportunity to follow. Our friend, we're gonna call him Dr. Guillotine because that's his YouTube channel. He's got a a video where he went and pulled in this hall, and by yeah. a hall, as a fanatic uh, computer game collector that I am, it is. I'm not even happy for you. I'm actually pissed off. I'm gonna say, you know, like, I'm sorry. That, that I know I kind of feel this. the same way. Sorry. You're going to see this video. You're all going to be mad at me. Briefly tell us the story though. Give us, give so us the I, I'm on, I'm on Facebook and I see, you know, this lot of games and computers. And it was like, I saw the Zach McCracken and, and I messaged the person. They're like, you know, hundred dollars. I'm like, that can't be real. <laughs> so I literally start filming. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm filming this. I'm going to go get this right now. I hop in the car. I drive out and I give the hundred bucks. And there's like literally this pile of games um, and computer parts. And it had like ad lib cards I had in there, um, you know, uh, different graphics card, voodoo cards I found in there and uh, just all kinds of stuff. And what else was in there was like, <laughs> this. That's so okay, sick. And the Zach McCracken. And then this, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, holy moly. And I do know what those things are, but you didn't see them in the ad. I only yeah. saw them when I got home and I pulled out the box. I'm like, oh, oh so God. she didn't even display that in the ad. She didn't even know that those were you. The only thing I saw that was a hint was the Zach McCracken. The ad itself looked terrible. It was kind of like somebody just kind of took a picture of like some stuff. And, but I saw the Zach and that, that maybe jumped out the Grim Fandango. It was like the what's what of like adventure game stuff. You, you would love it. So Dr. Guillotine is his YouTube channel. Yeah, I just followed him. Everybody else, I suggest that you you follow suit. If if nothing else, but to see this uh, this haul video and that you could be jealous. And I honestly or, haven't put out too, I haven't put out too many videos since I've been for the past two years because of Ken Williams, right? But I will be. I have a bunch of stuff that I've been recording, like the GDC stuff. I got a bunch of stuff that I'm be putting out based on like developing this game. GDC. So you got you you were the man who got him into the GDC the as a liaison. Well, look, yeah, you know, again, it's using the password. Mm -hmm. It was asking the right questions in the meeting. It was using my business savviness, and also because they're the people that I'm talking to are fans of Ken and Roberta Williams. They're going out of their way to make things happen because they're royalty, mm -hmm. and we all want to see them back. Right. Like, I didn't know that, like, in all honesty, like, you know, I just wanted them back as a natural thing. But I, I as I, you know, hear that this was something going on for years that people were asking for them to come back. So, again, I don't I, I joke around when I say I take credit for bringing them back. But of course, I did have a part in it. It was going to happen one way or another. Once you wrote mm -hmm. that book, it kind of started the um, it kind of got the juices going. Right. Like, you know, they start mm -hmm. reminiscing. They start remembering. And 
you know, in terms of actual game design, I helped push it forward by producing art and, and very good art and very good stuff that they liked. And like, it was not a good game at the end, right? Because again, it was just a prototype. And mm -hmm. I knew it was not a Sierra level game. That's for sure. Until we get proper talent in to do it. And would you say oh. that you guys have that proper talent now? Two, two. Oh yeah. I mean, again, from Amber, who's a professor at Wake, to James Carroll, who's been making games since he's 12 years old, to Emily, to uh, John West, who's this unbelievable programmer. He made a VR game called Skater XL that sold over a million units. So, like, we got people that are done, all right, like, are excelled in the game industry now here, wanting to be part of this history. Because I always say to people, like, you know, we're making gaming history here. This is game history right now, what's happening. I, I want to ask you a quick question. We started talking about, like, GDC and all of that. But you mentioned something that interests me now. Are you guys doing this all off the Williams dime? Or is there other funding that's, that's come in? I no, mean, they're fully funding it. That's insane. I mean, I, I it's I'm, not insane. I'm, it's like, it's like, you know, you don't want to have outside influence, right? Like, you, you know, as soon as you take somebody's money, you know, that person is going to want to have a say on how things go. When you use your own money, then, you know, you're, you're here. You, you, it's, you, it takes as long as you want to keep it going and however you want to do it. They are in control. I totally mean that's insane in a good way. I that fortunately they are well I don't know their position but clearly they're in they're in a position to where they can fund their well, hobby you and look make in it the internet now. where they sell the company for over a billion dollars right so uh, I'm, I'm not saying they got to, I'm not saying they got right. a billion dollars in their pocket but they clearly got a significant amount of money that the, especially in 1996 and I'm you know Ken's not a dumb guy he's a smart guy he's going to invest sure. in certain things I'm sure he's got investments I'm sure he's got things that he's been doing. Um, and you know, you don't buy a yacht, you don't build a house if you can't, <laughs> if you can't afford those things, but they clearly can. And, uh, uh, you know, very, very, um, I'm hoping one day to have that. Life. How's it feel to know that you are an investment made by Ken Williams? He's invested in you in a way. I can't believe it. You know, I keep, you know, I keep, I was very nervous in the beginning. Like, like I said, they could have made any phone call and have somebody with a million years more experience than I have. So I just had to make sure I put my head down and just deliver everything he said. So for a good year and six months, I've had no life. Hmm. Except game design. Like, I, you know, it's, 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 uh, Al Lowe would say to make a game, you know how you do it? You sit in front of the computer Two years later, you stand up from the computer, <laughs> you have a game. <laughs> so I get it now. Al, I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I was going to ask, so, uh, you know, look, looking towards the rest of the year, like, like, like one of your next events that you're going to is uh, PAX West, right? And there's going to be not just Ken and Roberta uh, Williams, but there's also going to be like other heroes and legends of like the industry, right? So before PAX West is actually Gamescom in, in uh, Germany. Mm -hmm. And we will be there as well with a, um, a new trailer and a playable demo with all the updated graphics and gameplay. 
and then we'll go into PAX West. And yes, there is a, uh, a panel where we put together, uh, Roberta Vaughn put it together uh, with Aulo, Ken, Roberta, Jane Jensen, Dave Gilbert, and this guy that you know nobody really knows, Ron Gilbert. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, wow, what a, what a panel, right? Ron Gilbert, Monkey Island, Return of Monkey Island. It's the legends and, and heroes of adventure games. And I believe um, we'll have an after party, I, I hope, um, that we're going to put together. The, I don't think we're going to have a booth. I, I really don't, I don't really think we're going to want to be on the floor at PAX. That, that is, we're not that big of a company just yet. And I went to PAX East and I saw what that's like. And it's mm -hmm. like, you have to have like a mega booth, you know, we need like a full scale dragon and, you know, like we need, we need people dressed as elves and dwarves, and, you know, like, um, it needs to be like a set from back to the future where like the shark comes down and bites you as you're going into the theater. It's, it's gotta like, be big. Cause Ken is like, if you ever do something, we always, we always did it big. So like, you know, we only a month away, so there's no way we're going to put that together. So what we'll probably end up doing is have a nice after party where we invite everybody and we'll have a nice space and, uh, we'll do something like that, which would be really cool. Listen, guys, the Sierra parties were legendary. It's not Sierra anymore. This is Cygnus. And by the way, uh, uh, Adventure Game Geek and myself are going to be there as well. We're going to be uh, doing a show. So come and see us as well. Say hi. And for sure, we're going to make this a new Cygnus party. That's what it's going to be legendary at that. At, everybody's going to be talking about from that on out. Yeah, let's, let's just say that. We'll, we'll, we'll say it, that. It's, it's, it's going to be historic. I really it's, feel it historic <laughs> so uh adventure gang geek will literally probably literally doing his uh his bowing down to to roberta williams like oh, he does no, I, 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 I think that would be too creepy to like you know it might you actually the rose petals you gotta <laughs> do the rose petals that's just walking doves <laughs> like you get out of the car and doves go out yeah for sure like boom i'm here guys like a <laughs> Oh man! So Jane Jensen's going to be doing and a not common appearance. She doesn't make many appearances anymore, so that's big. Yeah, that's, that's a, very that's exciting a, that's a big to get. have her. Um, you know, world-renowned designer as well, mm -hmm. and uh, I think uh, I think adventure game fans are going to love it. It's going to be live as well, broadcasted live. So if you are not able to attend, you're going to be able to watch it. And maybe what we'll do is we'll broadcast the party too, so you all could be part of the Colossal Cave launch party uh so that should be pretty fun and uh, you know maybe we'll have some really cool things going on my wife told me that uh i have to get her a, a, a dress for the event i'm like have you ever been to like one of these conventions you don't want to wear a dress girls they just want to show how pretty they are like this is just a bunch you're of us, get in a trouble bunch of us humble nerds <laughs> you're gonna get in trouble again Joshua. <laughs> you're getting yourself oh, in trouble oh. we're not we're not going down that path <laughs> oh, in a, in a, yeah, we, we won't go down that path go at, at all, at all. We will, Not however, we're going to put five minutes on the clock here. Okay. We're going to do right. some, some drive-by questions, some rapid fire questions. And uh, I'm going to say these questions to both you and Geek. You need a sip of water one second. Yeah. Take, take a sip yeah, of me, water. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, we'll all uh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Okay, so I'm literally putting five minutes on the clock. Just uh, don't daddle. First thing that comes to your brain, okay? 
I don't know about that. I'm going to have to think. <laughs> first, first, thing, first thing that comes to your brain. Okay. Rapid fire. Who would you cast to play King Graham in a Hollywood adaption of King's Quest? Go. Who would I? Ryan Seacrest? I don't know. Ryan Seacrest. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking I was thinking maybe Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that's a good one. Come on, Geek. Who you got? We're, we're, we're on Ryan, I, right? We I, don't, I, don't, Ryan. I, don't, I don't have a good answer. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. That's the answer. Keanu Reeves. Okay. That's different. That's different. All right. We've asked what your favorite Sierra game is. What's your favorite adventure game in general? I'm going to say Maniac Mansion. And yours, Geek? One. King's Quest 1. Okay. Who is your favorite famed Sierra developer? Ooh. I have to say Roberta Williams. Roberta Williams. I okay. have to say it. Yeah, it's it's a truth. It's like, even yeah, she's 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 amazing. Even even back in the, when I was a kid, I, I I the name just sticks to you. Well, I mean, you saw the cover of Soft Porn Adventures too. Then I guess right, that was your. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's hot. <laughs> uh, since the Bible says that husband and wife is one flesh, I'm going to go with Roberta Williams and Ken Williams as my answer. Okay. Did King Graham take steroids for his role in King's Quest V? No, he ate horse meat. Deer meat, right? <laughs> horse meat. He was eating horse meat. I, I, I don't have a better answer than that. <laughs> he, was, he was riding a bicycle for sure in that one. All right. Is Roger Wilco heroic or is he lucky? Heroically lucky. Oh, that's bold. That's not an answer. <laughs> it's an answer. That is an answer. You're right. I don't have a better answer for, uh, for that one either. And also, I haven't played most of the Space Quest games, so I can't comment. He is the Guybrush Threepwood of Sierra, where he literally falls ass backwards into success. So he is heroically lucky. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. Okay. Copycat. So, well, yeah, after I gave you a hard time about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Sierra has a history of making educational games. You got Dr. Brain. You got EcoQuest. So um, did you learn any of your, your moves from Leisure Suit Larry? Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I blame Al. <laughs> yeah, that game that game definitely was an education when you're a kid, no doubt. Oh okay. man. I'm not gonna say it was the right education. Right. <laughs> I might have seen my first breasts in that. So what about you? What do you got? What do you got, Geek? Me? No, no, I, I didn't get that kind of education. Oh. Well, I mean <laughs> I, you... I was I was too I was too busy playing King's Quest at the time. Hey, so. King Graham. King Graham <laughs> is probably a better role model than, than Larry, for sure. Oh, okay. yeah. Wine, beer, or whiskey? Hmm. Whiskey. Mm, I don't really drink. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, that's all right. That's an answer. So we'll call it wine for for. <laughs> adventure game if I, if I had to choose i'd say wine yeah all right all right not a well, bad answer <laughs> it's not a bad answer you know i don't know how i've ever dated in my life because i don't like wine and i don't like uh don't like seafood i don't know how i ever went on dates but um i'm gonna go whiskey you paid them yeah, yeah i paid them <laughs> like i paid them 
<laughs> wow. I learned everything from Leisure Suit Larry. You learned everything from Leisure Suit You paid them. <laughs> All right. Sidestepping that one. <laughs> Who would win in a duel between Space Quest Historian and Adventure Game Geek? Oh, man. That's a... It's not really a fair question. <laughs> it's an... it's... Why would we be fighting in the first place? I said a duel. A duel. Oh, a duel. Oh, a duel. You can't I, even I, answer this. I'm staying out of it. <laughs> the question's the best answer. Okay. Uh, oh, you want to answer? He's he's trying. Well, I, I'm, 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 I'm thinking thinking about it. <laughs> I, I, I I I think I would concede. I, I I would concede to him. Yeah. I'll tell you, Space Quest historian would definitely win in a verbal spar. That guy, he's quick. He's quick witted, man. He's got. Oh yeah. He's got some oh, yeah. some fun, funniness to him. All right. Did you pirate a copy of Leisure Suit Larry as a kid? Hmm. I don't remember. No? That's a no. no I don't man. remember. That's I don't remember no. if no, I had a I box copy or I'm not saying I never pirated anything, but uh I don't remember if I pirated that or I bought that. They did a pretty, remember. pretty good job in in their pirate protection or whatever the heck they called those. I actually learned some things while trying to get the answers into a uh, Leisure Suit Larry with my pirated copies. I, I remember if- I had a, a alpha version of Space Quest 4 that I believe was black and like, like they didn't even color the graphics yet. And, you know, we, we, we had a pirated copy that was pre-released. I remember that. I think he, he he understands. So, Lorbo or Conquest series? Didn't play either of those two. Lorbo. Right. That's For a tough sure. one. That's a tough one. I'm going to go with the, the Conquest series, but uh, Dagger Von Monroe was probably my favorite uh, Lorbo. All right, first thing that comes to your brain, what is the release date of Colossal Cave Reimagined? <laughs> See, that's where I, I kind of knew something was coming with that. That's not, that's not happening. <laughs> That's a Ken. Uh, you know what? I'm going to defer to Ken. That's a Ken question. That's a Ken question. Oh, yeah, in man. fact, when I did make a prediction at one point, I was told to sit in the corner and I'm not uh, you're not allowed to make these discussions anymore. <laughs> so that's a Ken question. You're a company man. A company man. I'm that- proudly. I mean, this is so much fun. Um, you know, feel very blessed and lucky and, um, you know, heroically lucky. So you are you are the opposite of Roger Wilco. No, no, we said heroically. You know, lucky is Roger. Yeah, but Wilco. you you didn't fall ass backwards into success. You made it happen. You made that happen. Yeah, I did make it happen. And you weren't a janitor prior prior to all this. Jeweler. Completely different spectrum. <laughs> That's a way on the other side of the pendulum, for sure. Geek, throw some stuff at us. Do you have anything that uh, you want to ask before we call it? Mm, not, not really. I, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Is, uh, is, is Maximus Mera your real name? So Maximus was given. Like I actually, I picked the name, the Maximus. After watching was, Gladiator, for sure. So yeah. So what happened was, you know. The Gladiator was around the time in 1999, and uh, I was a diamond dealer. And, uh, you know, Marcus sort of stood out, you know, but like whenever I made my calls for selling diamonds, Maximus always stood out. 
And it just stuck with me. And then, uh, you know, the, 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 everybody called me Maximus. Hey, Maximus, Maximus, I need some diamonds. Maximus, I need this. So, yeah, it just kind of stuck with me. And, and, and then I made a really cool logo. If you go on my, my jeweler's website, uh, 3ms.tv, mmm.tv, uh, I made this really cool logo. And, uh, you know, it's my stamp. It's my hallmark. And uh, whenever I say Marcus Maximus Mera, you know, it's, it's different. It stands out and people remember it. That is incredible, by the way. 3ms that that's your trademark now triple m it, it triple m or or mm. <laughs> geek is very excited to to beta test now i'm, I'm a- sorry beta testing is the worst job you could possibly have as a kid you always mm-hmm. wanted to be a beta test i want to be a beta test but then you, you, it's like you've got to play the game over and over uh-huh. and over again. And, and sometimes it's like not just play it over. Your, your job is to break the game and look for problems. Right. Exactly. These kind of things. Uh, oh, I, I, I've been a beta tester for a few times. I, re- I really love it, actually. If that's your jam, that's your jam. And, <laughs> you know, you got to hit up Steve Alexander at uh, uh, Infamous Quest and uh, hit him up. And he's the man that's uh, running the beta tests. Yes, sir. No, not me. I am. Uh, I'm the kind of guy that if I'm playing it, I want to play it as it's intended. I want everybody else to do all the work for me going in. And um, that, you know, that way I I don't have... I'm going to give you a game that's not really traditionally called an adventure game, but I played it and I feel like it's an adventure game, you know, but, you know, with some violence and I loved it. It was called System Shock 2. Yeah, that's an adventure game. I think it's an adventure game. It feels like an adventure game. Sure, you're shooting things and blah, 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 but it has a story, has a progress. You're solving puzzles in a way, and uh, I love that game. I just came out with a, uh, with a column on AdventureGameHotspot.com that talked just about that, what an adventure game is, if it has storyline, if it has exploration, and if it has puzzle solving, it's an adventure game. Whether it has action, whether it has some level of, of shooting or something, as long as you have those, it's just a modern incarnation of an adventure. And yeah. so System Shock's a great game. That's a fantastic game, by the way. It is a really cool game. System Shock 2, 2 was... was in, in particular, that's the one yes. I like. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think there's a remake coming out, so I, I can't wait to see that. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. All right, I have one more quick question that I want to throw at you. This just popped at me. Okay. So you have a, a unique perspective now. Coming from the inside, you are you are the liaison, the face, if you will, at this point for, for a company. Now, another company <laughs> that's... a good face. <laughs> it, it's just fine. I like the glasses. Now, we have now Return to Monkey Island that is back. However, the fans are very upset to the point to where they're being hateful. So with your perspective, what would you say to those fans? I don't think it's a big majority of fans. I think it's actually um, a segment of fans that uh, complain about uh, the art. And, um, you know, personally, I, I, I think that they should wait for the game to launch to really judge things because I was, I remember getting comments about the art that I did for Colossal Cave and that the team did getting some emails. And I'm like, this is pre out. This is not even out yet. Like give us time to like, let us put the game out then, then judge us, you know? And uh, you you can't, I, I think there's, there's a toxic fan base 
that is in this gaming industry that I just really discovering. I didn't really know about it. I told you, like, I'm ignorant to this stuff and I really don't like it. I think it's, it's unfortunate, but it's not just in gaming. Honestly, it's all the social platforms and what they do and going through this coronavirus and everything that's been going on. It's, it's more than just gaming that we have this toxic culture. And unfortunately, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. Bravo. Top drawer. And that is actually a common opinion from a lot of the devs that, that we talk to, people that are on the inside. Just give it a shot. Whether you like it or not right now, it doesn't even matter. What matters is, will you like it when the game comes out? If it's rubbish at that point, sure, you've paid for it. It's Com- not complain going to be if, complain if you want. It's going to have his name yeah. one game that he made that's an adventure game that stinks. There is none. So but why... why- why is everybody so entitled? They feel like they haven't even paid for this game yet. They feel like they could just complain about something that they have no ownership. This over. is obviously a very deep question that goes beyond gaming. This is just mm-hmm. society in general at this point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's not going to change anytime soon. Unfortunately, it's gonna, it's actually going to get worse, in my opinion. And uh, maybe this is the old man and me talking because I am, you know, almost an old man now. And, uh, uh, you know, get off my lawn. <laughs> at, at that point, I think, I think we may just get off his lawn. <laughs> Where can we find you, my friend? Pimp, pimp the game real quickly on your way out and then tell us where we Forget can Forget about find following you. me. Follow ColossalCave3D.com. All our social platforms are in the top right corner. Go on to the Instagram. Go on. We're going to do a Twitch show. Uh, we're going to start a Cygnus Entertainment Twitch show, and it's going to be not just uh, uh, bringing on, you know, legends of the industry, legends in, in not just in venture games, but like legends in general, maybe maybe people like John Romero and things like that. But we're going to also have like the artists showing techniques, showing like how we built the game, um, showing off, uh, you know, advanced game development. And uh, we're definitely going to have personalities and we're going to definitely have a really cool show. It's 2022, man. Games are hot. It's hot again. We're coming out of all of this coronavirus. We're, we're coming out of our basements now. We're able to walk in the world and we're all going to get together. We're celebrating 2022 with all these amazing announcements from these adventure games and other games. So we are so thrilled to have you here on Adventure Game Hotspot. Thanks for My- having me. My friend, my friend, Adventure Game Geek, why don't you tell everybody goodbye on the way out, my friend? Uh, goodbye. <laughs> there you go. Sorry.